0: Welcome to The Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that
1: check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay. trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And And then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right?
0: All right, welcome back. Uh, we're here for another episode of the Fewcast with uh, Mark, Richie, and Darren. Um, I guess this week, uh, kind of the biggest thing that I saw in the news was the Hunter Biden story is coming back. Um, it's pretty uh, insane what's kind of come out over the last week.
2: Is is that new? Is that breaking? This is the first time hearing about it. I don't watch CNN.
0: Yeah, the media coverage is kinda of the big deal here because you got you got the FBI or the Attorney General who has basically been covering up and not allowing anything to come out about this news story that's insane. And I this is the whole thing is just Stinks to high heaven. It's ridiculous. Well,
2: because it's it's not just about the the crack cocaine and the underage girls and the and the prostitutes and and everything that Hunter Biden was doing. It's this is clear evidence that he was he was getting paid uh, for access to his family. Um, but I, I just think that with it with it being that pay, uh, play. Uh, Pay for play, basically, and and somebody just saying that I'm going to pay you millions of dollars to have access to uh, somebody in the White House or somebody who's potentially going to be in the White House or somebody who's a bigger player in Washington. When you talk about um, that Hunter Biden sent a, a holiday card in 2017 saying uh, family, you know, seasons, greetings are family best from my family to yours, by the way, can I get $10 million?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think the big thing though, it, the worst part about this is just that, you know, you got, you got Brennan, who's the former head of the CIA. And then he comes out and he's on the talk show is saying that, you know, twenty-one former CIA agents have said that all of this is Russian disinformation and it's not real and it's all fake and made up. And then um and then Barr doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything, you know, being like, No, this guy's full of shit. He's lying to you. This is all there's all something behind this. And then on top of that, all oh, the whole thing, the whole thing with the call, you know, the whole impeachment. I mean, you got to be kidding me! I mean, he was under investigation for that whole deal from the FBI the whole time for money laundering
2: from and, Bur- from the Burisma deal, right?
0: Yeah, Burisma, China. I mean, it's it's literally. I read somewhere it's twenty, it's like more than two dozen organizations that he created. He's under investigation for Hunter Biden and money laundering is like the redheaded stepchild of taking money and passing it through yourself to give it to somebody else so that it doesn't show up on taxes. I wonder who that somebody else might be.
2: Well, in these emails, he's talking about the big man needs to get his cut. The big man needs to get a piece of this. And, and I don't think that there's any question who the big man is.
0: Yeah. I mean, I agree. It's, it's, the whole thing smells and it, it just comes down to bar is helping cover it up and the media all of a sudden comes out and says oh well now there's something to see here now that it's a month after the election now it looks like there might be something to this now it looks like maybe the fbi is gonna arrest hunter biden and don't don't worry about it you know maybe joe biden pardons him uh it's this whole thing is just ridiculous it so what do you, well, what do you guys they're still, saying?
1: They're still co- they're still covering it up. They apparently they're putting the those stories on like the fourth and fifth page of the paper where it's
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it, it's the whole thing's insane.
2: Well, yeah, I mean if you had if this was Donald Trump Donald Trump Jr. um, you know, getting caught red-handed with money laundering and crack cocaine and everything else. This would be the number one, this would be the only story you wouldn't even hear about coronavirus at this point. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. But why do you guys think that they are at least even covering this on, on page four or five
0: right now? it's because it's going to come down. I mean the the indictments are going to come down eventually so that they needed to get out in front of it. So no well, actually I think I think it was mainly the reason why they're covering it is cuz Hunter Biden came out and said that and that's probably from the campaign saying hey get out in front of this because you're going to be indicted and you need to spin it before it gets out of control. That's the only thing that's the only and, only reason you know, I can and, think of.
1: Yeah, and then people aren't they're still not going to believe it. Oh, you know, it's just Trump. It's just Trump trying to make Biden look bad. It's just Trump make Biden look bad. Well, no, there's obviously evidence there that's happening.
3: Yeah. Do Biden... you?
2: I might be the only pessimist here, but do you think it is that they're letting it come out now so that that um, sounds like some of the progressives were not happy with the team that uh, Biden put into place. And like this would be the perfect opportunity to discredit him and make him, you know, go sit down.
0: Well, yeah, I mean I think and I heard a I heard an interesting spin on that too. It's now the press is starting to do their job since you know they uh since they it doesn't look like Trump's gonna win. So now they're gonna now they're gonna do their job and actually cover Biden versus they weren't doing it before because they you know orange band bad.
2: I just, I feel, but, you know, I mean, I think that if, if all of a sudden they were to say, okay, Biden, Biden's out because obviously uh, he has ties to China and, and, um, you know, there's some criminal uh, activity here. I think if, if you have President Harris in there, you're going to go back into, she can't do anything wrong. She didn't do it. She's never going to do anything wrong.
0: Well, I I think that, I don't think that she's going to be, I mean, even if she became president, she's not, she was never elected, so she's going to lose a little bit of credentials there. And then on top of that, she's, she's just a terrible person in general. I mean, she's a terrible candidate. She's a terrible speaker. You know, she's got that shrill, annoying voice. There's no way she's going to do anything. But I can see her being the president for four years. Well, you know, for four years, but then, you know, they'll they'll lose in the midterms and they'll lose the election. Well, not
1: not unless they cheat, which they've which, been shown to do.
2: Which you got a really good point. I mean, if they get, a, I mean, if they if they were to, um, I mean, there's obviously some irregularities right now. There's obviously some worry worrisome uh patterns um, what's to say that they won't do it again going forward?
0: Nothing I mean, the only thing i can I can say is that if they get you know people aren't gonna probably put up with it anymore if if they start kicking the poll watchers out, I don't think you know I think there's gonna be a riot this next time. I don't think they're just gonna stand down and just let it happen at least I hope, mm-hmm. you know. Although the the signature match in Cobb County, Georgia, they're doing the exact same thing. They're not allowing people to look to see what they're what they're doing with the signature match audit, which is ridiculous. I mean, what's the point of auditing the signatures if you can't if you can't see them? Do it, you know, to see if they're actually doing it right. Right. So they are uh, doing
2: a full audit, uh, or quote unquote, full audit of the
0: of the signatures. Well, they're in Cobb County, Georgia, which is Republican. They're doing it, but I think it's Republican or at least 50-50. They're not doing it in the Atlanta counties. I think Cobb is just outside of Atlanta. They're not doing it in the inner city ones that are huge Democrat counties. But could
2: they be doing it just to find some evidence of it and then saying if it happened here, it happened in
0: Atlanta? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that would be the the ideal things to see if it, you know, if it happened in Atlanta, then they can, you know, they can extrapolate it, and then maybe make a case that they need to do all the counties. What's yeah, the I've, what? No, oh, you go,
1: Rich. I, I've kind of given up on any hope of coming out of that. I guess. But
0: yeah, I don't. I don't think that there's any way that that Trump comes out ahead. But at least they can, if they can, at least make it look bad enough it can at least undermine the Biden administration or maybe they can get a special counsel to look into all the voting irregularities and they can you know stop him from doing anything for three years four years like they did for Trump
2: you need you need the two senators to to get Georgia in order to hold the country together
0: well, I mean i would be fine if the country falls apart. I mean that'd be perfectly fine to me. I'd rather not live in the United Socialist States of America. At least we could form our own country in the middle of the country.
1: Yeah. Coming from South Dakota, you're <laughs> I say that.
3: What are you talking about?
1: Well, Minnesotans would be like, Oh, we'll just do whatever Tim Wall says. <laughs>
2: Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you for keeping us safe.
1: Thank you for allowing outdoor dining in December. <laughs> it's eight degrees on Monday.
0: Yeah. Good luck with that, did, by the
2: way. So did yeah. you see um, they they were showing a bar, and I forget where it was, but uh, it was up in the cities, and, and this guy is trying to do everything, and I applaud him for trying to keep his business going. He's doing... Drive-in move, holiday movies and serving people out at their vehicles, which I could see. I could see cops, you know, sitting out there going, "Well, that person's getting their third drink and taking off." Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but like, uh, he he bought a big, huge tent and put a bunch of heaters inside that tent. Uh, and well, yeah. a tent...
1: I mean, that's what's so stupid about it is you can. If you have tents, you can have outdoor dining. Well, you're inside a tent, you know, <laughs> what's the difference?
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like people who have like their, I was seeing this video or not video, but this story about uh, one of the restaurants in town here is in closing off their balcony or whatever, you know, it's covered balcony and they're closing it off and, you know, they're like walling it with like plastic around the whole thing. And I'm like, that's just going to do the, why not just eat inside? (laughs) It's the same thing. None of these,
2: uh, you know, and, and again, I'm not saying anything that COVID isn't real or, or anything like that. You know, I, I, I know that people have been affected by it, but at the same time, none of these restrictions make sense. Walmart can open, but a little boutique can't. Uh, you know, you can dine outside in, in a twenty thirty person tent, but you go inside with twenty thirty people and spread out. Well, that's not allowed. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what happens when the government gets involved.
2: It's just amazing to me how no common sense and no and and some people aren't are not only not pushing back on it. Oh thank you for keeping us safe. Oh my gosh, you do such a great job with such, such these challenging times. Oh look at that photo op you have with the with the vaccines, Mr. Walls. It's wonderful. You know, like he didn't do
1: anything. Oh, yeah. yeah, people think he can walk on water, there's no doubt about it. I think I think
2: he's lost a lot of votes for the next time around.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I, I don't think he, I don't think he's going to win, but I mean, that's two years from now. So good luck going through that. I mean, it, it's getting so ridiculous now that the vaccine's coming out there, which, you know, the, the people taking it are getting ridiculous side effects. You know, there's there's stories about somebody who had a severe allergic reaction to it and they've never had a allergic reaction to any medicine before. And now you're going to, you're going to get, even though you've gotten the vaccine, you still got to wear a mask until, you know, 2025 it's just it's stupid i mean it's it's when is it going to end like seriously when when is it going to end you you do realize that you know god emperor fauci he's an infectious disease person if it was up to him you would you would basically never go outside ever because you could get an infectious disease like he doesn't have to balance the realities of the economy or daily life he's his only goal is to stop the disease from spreading. That's it. So of course he's gonna tell you to not go outside. That's his fucking job. I mean, get, it's God. People are so stupid.
1: I agree.
0: If you want to, if you want to, if you want me to tell you what to, what to do, I'll tell you what to do. But it's gonna be what I want you to fucking do, not what some dumb fucking Washington wants wants to tell you what to do. It's going to be my idea, not that shitheads who's never done anything with his fucking life. That's fucking ridiculous. What have you done Get with your way. life, Joe Biden? What have you done with your life? Nothing. You've been in the Senate for, you've been in Congress for 50 years. 50 years. You're, you're what, 78? And you've spent, well, I don't even know, what is he, 78? And he's been in there for 47 years? Think about that. Yep. Thirty years of his life, Wait, he man. hasn't been in Congress.
1: Darren, you're just jealous because he's married to a doctor, and you're.
0: She's not <laughs> even a doctor. <laughs> no, she
1: is. It says, "Doctor Jill Biden."
0: Okay, she's mm-hmm. not a medical doctor. She's a doctor, as in she has her, you know, eight years of women's studies under her belt. So that's that's awesome. You know, good for her. Although I don't know if it's women's studies, it's probably some bullshit like that. But who gives a fuck? Who cares? It would be great
2: if who. Would- It'd be great if it was an honorary doctorate.
0: Like, that's probably
2: it.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> some some uh, liberal school that has five hundred students a year was like, "We're gonna give you a doctorate to come here and give a two-hour speech."
0: Oh, all right. <laughs> probably just like Bill Cosby, you know, he's got like what five honorary doctrines? something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Yeah. Doctor of Rapeology. <laughs> doctor,
2: take take this. It will make you feel better.
0: Doctor, doctor uh. Dr. sleep. <laughs> doctor sleep. Doctor midnight. I don't know. It it's just, just you, you. Who are these people telling us what to do? They've never done anything with their lives. Bernie Sanders has never done with anything with his life. Barack Obama has never done anything with his life my joe biden has never done anything with his life other than say the n-word on the senate floor that's it or in or in a or in a session that's all he's ever done he said the n-word on the floor oh it's on c-span oh yeah Hmm. he's done it before in the the 70s or 80s yep that was a different time though oh yeah (laughs) context yep convenience of context for democrats but you know, Republicans don't ever get it. Oh, he was—he was using it in a good way. He was—he was saying it, you know, to—to to say how bad it was or whatever. But is, is that the true story? Is he was—he was, was using—he was basically quoting somebody who said it. But he didn't—he didn't say the n word. He said the word. So, so he tried to pull the whole.
2: It's a parody thing. That's what makes it funny.
0: No, he was—he was saying he was quoting somebody.
2: No, I know.
0: I'm pretty sure he put some extra emphasis on it, though. You know how he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's listen. Let's listen to him. Wear a damn mask, guys. Yeah, and then then what? we'll then we'll do John, Donald Trump's uh, vaccine and or um, drug strategy. We'll do that, and then wear a damn mask. That's that's what we got. That's what we voted for.
2: You, you remember all those debates where he sat there and said, well, I'm
0: going to have a plan.
2: All right, well, what's your plan? Well, it's a plan. It's a step. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the step two of part three of the plan.
0: It's on yes. my website. <laughs> it's on my website, guys.
2: Your website just redirects to the Trump campaign.
3: Yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> but... So, I mean, you're talking about that history of uh, context of history, right? Uh, similar to how we shouldn't have that. Uh, there shouldn't be any context of history. He, Biden should be canceled for what he said, just like uh, Abraham Lincoln should be canceled for uh, not doing enough to advocate, uh for, for Black Lives Matter.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you see the Babylon B uh, story the that penny. Said they're going to take? Yeah, they're going to take. Uh, Lincoln off the penny and put a fist. Marx, <laughs> Marxists. Marxist we or it said something about in Marx we trust.
0: <laughs> in- interestingly, I can fit fifty fists up my ass.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: those. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I, when I when I heard that, I was like, "What you know?" What made me think? What it made me think of? Remember two, three years ago when they started tearing down statues and they sat there and said, you know, we're only tearing down the people who had, you know, ties to slavery. And and there were a few people who got out there and they're like, okay, but then how soon till you start attacking the founders of this country, like George Washington had slaves or Thomas Jefferson. And, and everyone got out there and was like, that's ridiculous. Nobody's Comparing, you know, uh, General Calhoun to, you know, Thomas Jefferson, who wrote the Declaration of Independence, nobody's making those comparisons, and now they're coming for them too.
3: Yeah,
0: I agree.
2: And and nobody, and nobody sees the irony in that. Oh, it's just well, yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, although Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation to the point that uh, he almost lost people. Uh, you know, supporting him because of this. Uh, It wasn't very popular at the time, you know, and he risked civil war with with the country, um, you know, know, over signing this, you know, that this was the final straw that for states' rights, he didn't do enough. Show me anyone who did anything better (laughs) than ending slavery. Yeah, I... I mean, don't get me wrong, there's obviously been many contributions, but uh that's a big one.
0: I don't care if they tear it down or they na- they rename their stupid crap in California. It's not gonna be part of the United States here soon, hopefully.
2: Are you talking about the
0: TexFit? TexFit?
2: The Texit. Um Oh there's
0: yeah. I hope they do I I mean I, I don't think it'll happen, at least anytime soon. It's got it's probably gotta get the country's probably gonna get it worse, but I got a feeling that if Texas, Texas leaves, I got a feeling it'll probably the middle of the country will go.
2: Yeah. I think I think Minnesota breaks up if that happens.
0: Uh you know, it might be a little more I I it would have to get pretty bad. I can't I can't see it happening. But you know, if they if they try to do some of the stuff that they said that they're going to do like pack the Supreme Court and add Puerto Rico and crap like that. If Georgia wins, or if they win Georgia somehow, which they probably will because they'll cheat, you know, if they're allowed to, mm-hmm. then, you know, then they'll, uh, they'll, the, you know, it, it could possibly happen.
2: I, I think it. I think if I was a betting man, I bet within the next five years. I think, I, I think it's going to happen. I'm not. I don't want it to happen. I don't want this country to break up. I want. You know, but, but I mean, at the same time, I think it will happen. I think, I think that, uh, um, there is so much, um, ignorance and, um, trying to look for the right word.
0: Um, Ignorance of like the constitution or what?
2: Well, no, I think of ignorance of, like, you hear people in New York and California when, when uh, some of this was said and you see comments out there and they're like, oh, best of luck, Texas. Uh, I'd like to see them try to make it on their own. Texas by itself is, like, what, the 19th or 15th biggest economy in the world? Yeah, with something like that. resources?
0: Yeah, I mean, and they have pretty much everything they need they got mining they got oil they got i mean if anybody was going to do it i I would bet Texas would be able to yeah
2: i th- I think Texas has the ability to yeah, there might be a time here where you see Dallas as the new uh you know middle united states or whatever the name would be uh where you have Dallas as the the capital
0: yeah well i mean it could it could you know, if it snowballs, I, I would think that Oklahoma would go with. I would think that, you know, you, you could go straight up the line, and then you get Kansas, and then you get Nebraska, you get Missouri, and you get Arkansas. Florida. Well, yeah, all the way to Florida, all the way up to probably, you know, South Carolina, North Carolina. You probably North Carolina over, you know, Indiana. It'd be everything in the middle except for uh, maybe New Mexico and and Arizona and California, you know. Probably why don't we just, why don't just,
1: just kick out California, um, Washington, and Oregon?
3: And New York. Be and okay. Well, New, yeah, York. I
1: mean, New York. But, but just getting rid of California would flip everything. For yeah. The better. yeah they, I
2: mean, they it's they 129 electoral votes
0: right there. 55, but yeah. No, California, Washington, and Oregon. Oh yeah. Well, I don't think there's that many. I don't think Washington and Oregon are that big. Count it.
1: <laughs> what is it? Washington,
2: 129? 129. That's yeah. what I think it is. That's no, half. It's like
1: half 50, of what you need. It's like, it's like 55 for California, and then Washington and Portland are probably like 15 each. So there's 80.
0: I want to say it's like 80, 20. So. I want to say I want to say it's like 10 each.
1: Well they gotta be bigger than Minnes well, what's
0: Minnesota
1: nine? Ten. They're bigger than us though, aren't they? Seattle and Portland are pretty good size, but or or Oregon
0: Oregon is seven and Washington is twelve. Oh, there we go. So, so maybe Nike, I was thinking exactly uh, what I said. Maybe I was thinking that uh, New York. Uh, like, New-
1: well New York is like what, twenty seven?
0: Twenty nine. Florida is twenty nine. Texas is thirty eight.
1: I can't believe court. I can't believe Florida is a swing state. Man, you go down there and it's all nothing but hillbillies.
0: <laughs> well, you, you know? yeah, but you're not going to you're not going to Miami.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Real Florida. Well, you know, Miami, Orlando, or whatever.
1: But even Miami, I mean, it's a lot of Cubans and stuff. But I don't know, they're just well hardworking people and.
0: Oh, yeah, cu- well, the Cubans went what? went hard for Trump because they don't like communism. Yeah. <laughs>
2: they all said, "We know what's going to happen if the if we keep going down this line."
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, the first generation Cubans, you know, you get to the second generation, they forget, you know, what what it's like. And where they don't know what it's like, they only hear the stories. Remember when we
2: had to kill the family dog for food, for supper that night? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what communism is. I mean, it's people starving, people, you know, you think it's bad under coronavirus of like not being able to get stuff or your your local grocery store being out. I mean, think about how easy we've had it for 40 years to where, you know, it wasn't, I mean, you go to the gas station, you know that there's gonna be gas there. You go to the grocery store, you're gonna have they're you're, they're gonna have your favorite crackers or whatever there for you to buy. That doesn't happen under communism. And that's where we've been with coronavirus, and people have been flipping out about it, but they don't they don't make that connection between those two things.
0: Exactly. Just think about toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you ever get a bad snowstorm, you know, sometimes you don't have gas at the pumps. Like, well, it was in Dallas a few years ago. Yeah, there was a bag there's a bad snowstorm over like Thanksgiving time, I think, or maybe later. And like I went to go get gas and there was no gas. <laughs> I had to put premium in because they didn't have regular. Tough times. Yeah. <laughs> I well it sucked because I kept going to each pump because I'm like, why isn't this working? And they'd of course they didn't put anything at the pump because that would be, you know, smart. So I uh I went to like three different pumps trying to pump gas and then I went and I'm like, what's going on? Oh, we don't have any gas. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I just tried to use my card three times. Now it's locked out.
2: Well, do not disparage our new, our new uh, capital, okay? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dallas is pretty liberal, by the way. It's not as bad as Washington, but you get any concentration of, you know, people, and it starts to get pretty
2: liberal. Why, why is that? Do you even see that with South Dakota now? Uh, Sioux Falls is starting to become purplish, which, for the longest time, was always strong red. Why is it when you get these urban areas uh, that uh, the policies start to change?
0: Well, you get you get a bunch of people together. You start, all of a sudden you start to get drugs. Drugs breed poverty. Poverty breeds people who think that that's somebody else's fault and then that reads democrats
3: bingo hmm.
0: you know, you don't see a lot of i mean you, you still see poverty in in you know rural minnesota but you don't get the you don't get the drugs as bad so you don't get as many democrats because they don't believe you know they think that the people who are in poverty in in you know in rural minnesota they they're just like well you know it's just kind of the way it is it's not, they're not blaming somebody else for them, you know, being in poverty. Hmm. At least I wasn't. I didn't blame anybody else. Anyway, I think and
1: schools then, are better I mean, too. people think that, uh, you know, the government could help them.
2: Yeah. They're, they're looking people, for somebody up, to take care of them.
1: Right, and rural areas were Oh, we're hungry, well, let's go shoot a deer. No, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, then you don't have your stupid you don't have your local government building on the corner to go and complain to either. You don't you can't just walk into the social services office and apply for um, you know, food stamps because you gotta go to another town. It's kind of a process. Whereas in the city you got people like Barack Obama walking around you know, as community organizers saying, Oh, this isn't your fault. It's the, it's, it's whitey in the South, in the North side of Chicago. That's his fault here. Sign this paper. We'll give you a telephone and we'll give you food stamps. And you know what? Don't worry, don't worry about that TV that you, you know, that you, you bought that 56, you know, that 55 inch TV instead of feeding your family. Don't worry about that. We'll take care of that.
1: Oh, and another thing with the poor areas is that, you know, I don't remember what they call it but they they take a, a red marker and they circle this area and and banks aren't allowed. I mean this is what they say banks aren't yeah. allowed to lend money to those people. Well, they're not going to lend money to you cuz you're not going to pay them back. That's why they're not going to lend you money. Every bank is would be would love to give money to people because they're going to get more money back. But if you mm-hmm. don't pay it back, you're not going they're not going to lend it. I just it-
0: yeah, and to that point, you know, it's just like, you know, banks hate minorities or whatever. Well, why do Asians have better credit than white people? It's because the banks hate minorities, and and it's just ridiculous. The whole thing's ridiculous. No, they, the people who pay their debts off, they have better credit. It just happens no. that Asians do a better Bad. job than white people. And the whole idea of
2: redlining has been out of out of place in banking for 30, 40 years now. So,
0: I mean, that's no longer. Uh... It's been more than that. It's probably been since the 70s that they passed those laws. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. I mean, they used to have, I mean, it used to be a real thing. I mean, there was communities um, in New York, especially in New York State and New Jersey, that they, that they put up and they basically said, we're not going to, sell a house to a black person that happened okay Okay. that that did happen in the past what do you want to do about it now not sell it to white people i mean what are we supposed to do about it we're just gonna we got to get past it we, we can't just keep saying that oh it's okay you're in poverty now because your grandfather was they didn't sell a house to your grandfather because of that. It's all, it's none of it's your fault. There's nothing you can do about it. You'll never, you'll never be able to make it without our hand, without us giving you something. That's, that's what we're supposed to tell people.
2: Well, and also, I mean, the whole idea of gentrification, you know, that, that, that okay, when people did move into the into these poorer neighborhoods and bought up these cheaper places and then you know made improvements, well, then that caused the taxes to go up, and that pushed all the poor people out. well, it's not necessarily meant to push the poor people out, but that's the whole economics behind the thing is is that you know if i if if I buy a house in the in the poorest neighborhood and I make that gamble to to, you know, I bet I could get more people in here if I just open up this or if I do this, you know, to to increase my property value and then you get those people buying those houses. Well, then you should get, um, you should be able to raise the property, the the property values and so that hopefully people who are leaving because of taxes should be making a good amount of money on the houses that they're leaving, you know. I mean, they should have been able to buy that place for thirty thousand and sell it for ninety
0: exactly. I think the yeah. biggest the biggest problem is there are a lot of them are renters. I think that's the biggest thing they can just get kicked out and then they gotta go find a new place, but
2: well, that's what every. That's what all these big cities want to do too, and 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 so I I I think Richie, I, I, you know, I think I think you hit the nail on the head. It's the difference between reliance on somebody else coming in and telling you, um, I'm going to take care of you, to the person who lives out there, and says I got to learn how to do this myself because, it I don't have it readily available. I like I got to learn how to wire, wire an outlet in my house because I can't just afford to buy, to get an electrician for every little minor thing. To where as a renter just calls down to the landlord and says please take care of this for me and then it becomes too easy for, hey, the government should do this for me too.
1: Yeah. It's just like you know, that other podcast we listened to they were talking about the student loan debt today. Did you happen to listen to that Mark? Or yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yep. You know, and now the one guy wrote in and said that, you know, a uh, college degree is pretty much a, a mandatory thing to get a a good job nowadays. So basically the government owes us four more years of, of college so we can all get better jobs.
3: Which
2: is the part? biggest freaking lie ever. Biggest yeah. lie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the worst part about the whole student loan debacle, I mean, it's all you're doing is you're, 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 the government is funding the schools. That's why they're so expensive. So you're giving people a free, I mean, everybody gets a student loan. There's no qualifications. There's no, I mean, you, you don't even have to graduate. You'd still get the loan if you don't graduate. And not only that, but if, if you become, a woman's studies major you get the same funding as somebody who goes into computer science or something that's so there's no there's no point i mean it's not like you can go it's not like a business where you say oh this business where you where the banker can go in there and look at the business plan and say well i don't want to lend to you because this is a poor business plan with the education system, you get you get the loan. So basically, the, the universities have a blank check to charge whatever they want because the students know that they're going to get it. So So what's the answer to that problem? Oh, let's make college free. Oh, okay, that sounds like a great idea. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the poor kids who don't have as great of an access to tutors and private schools and everything like that, And we're just going to throw them into the into the shithole of history because they're never going to get into college now because college is free. All the rich kids are going to get the good schools because college is free. All the poor kids get shoved to the bottom of the barrel. I mean, there's no there's absolutely no. I mean, if you want to find a way to take money from the poor and give it to the rich, that's the way you do it. Making college free.
1: And like yeah.
2: And the whole idea of okay, well, what about those people who paid off? Well, somebody's gotta take the hit. Wait, no. <laughs> nobody needs to take the hit. Nobody nobody needs to pay these high taxes. This is the way it's been done. You can find a different solution without just saying, All right, well, we're gonna spend ten trillion dollars to to pay off everyone's loans. Yeah. I I it makes absolutely no sense. And everyone who's... You know, it's the same thing with Social Security. They say that our generation is going to be the the only generation that will have to pay into Social Security and also not receive Social Security.
0: I mean, I don't think that's the case, but it the problem with Social Security is it's a pyramid scheme. I mean, that's what it is, right? The whole... The whole thing of it was in 1940 when it was created was we got all these people, you know, there's, you know, Betty and Jim or whoever. They're going to have four kids or five kids and they're going to have five kids and they're going to have five kids and so on and so on. And everybody's just going to have more kids than, you know, the two parents have. Right. All of a sudden, in the 80s, 70s, and 60s, 70s, and 80s, you got the 60s, which the flower children who all of a sudden decided, oh, we don't want kids. Kids are a burden. So all of a sudden, we started going backwards. So now we're getting to a point where, you know, there's less people paying in than there are drawing, and people are living longer too. Back in the day, people would die at 70 or they would die at 60.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say if they're extremely healthy, they die at seventy in the seventies.
0: Yeah, and now, and now, you know, people are living to be I, the life expectancy is what eighty now.
2: Yeah, 80, 80 for guys and eighty-five for women.
0: Yeah, so now, now you're so you're drawing Social Security at sixty-two, and you're living to be eighty, so you're drawing for eighteen years. Whereas back in the day, you were drawing at fifty-five or maybe fifty-nine. I don't know, sixty. I don't know what the law was back then. Probably fifty-five and you're only living to be 60, 65 maybe. So you're drawing for 10 years versus drawing for 18, 20, and some people are probably drawing even longer.
2: And the the costs for them are going up because they're older, they have more medical problems, and then you have Medicare, which which they have to pay too for that. So you're increasing benefits from Medicare and Social Security to try and keep up with the cost of living uh, and and you have less people paying in, and, and that's where they say that at some point there's going to be a gap. There's going to be a there's going to be a um, that we don't have enough to pay for the people who are retiring and to keep paying for the people that are retiring. That's that's where they. I mean, this is this is I've, I've read two or three different articles uh, from from economists that that talk about. Um, the Gen X early millennials are going to be the gap generation where um, somebody's going to have to take the hit, which is going to be us. And and they're going to say, well, you just don't get Social Security. And I think and because cause we're I, moving to a, a privatized version of it.
0: I think the solution to this problem though would be to create a virus that only kills old people. <laughs> oh.
2: So you're saying that uh, Doctor Jill Biden was in on it with with the China to to create this? She she developed the the vaccine or the thing.
0: Well, you know, you think about it though. If if there was a lab in China, and let's say you you have a society that only allows you to have one kid, and all of a sudden the makers are you know, they're not as many as the takers and then your society's getting your population's getting old and you needed to need to kind of thin the herd, what would you do?
1: Yeah, that's I kinda of heard that when it first came out and you're you were hearing about you know, it affects older people worse and what wouldn't. and that was some people's uh conspiracy theorists back then too.
0: It makes sense. Yeah. Not
1: to say that it's true. It's just that it makes...
3: It's a happy coincidence for China. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And somehow they magically don't have any cases now. So...
3: (laughs) Yeah. I'll believe that when I see it. Now it
2: sounds like there's another virus coming out of there that uh, um, a couple of border cities in India... Hadn't yeah. gotten infected. Yeah, yeah it's yeah,
1: out, of, out of India. Yeah, well, I mean, they eat a lot of raw food, and you know, what do you expect?
2: Well, um, they go to the bathroom outside because it's disrespectful to poop inside. <laughs> That's true. That's a societal thing. They they have they run PSAs on on uh, making sure that people realize that it's okay to use indoor plumbing to go number two. You don't need to run outside to go do it.
1: So, back to this, the whole um, free college. So, let's say I decide to go for gender studies. <laughs> and I get my four-year degree, and it's all free and paid for. And then I go out in the working world, and I obviously can't get a job because no one's going to hire me degree so does that mean the government's on the hook for me going back and getting a real degree if I can get a real job or where's the where's the line in the sand John
2: uh, I don't know yeah I don't think that there's going to be a line in the sand I think it's going to be uh, uh, this time we'll pay for it but you know we we promise we're not going to be doing this again so make better decisions but I but I made a bad decision again. Okay, well yeah, I think another what,
0: round. I think I think what I want to do is just um go to college for forty years and live in the dorms and just smoke weed all day.
1: Yeah, and that too. And then you know, I'll just go to school for twenty years and then be like, Oh, I should have just gone to school to be a plumber. It would have cost me ten thousand dollars and I'd be making fifty fifty K right off the bat. Why didn't I think of that? 20 years ago. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. well, at least I got free pizza for 20 years and and free room and board. Huh.
0: Well, I mean, if you want to be lazy and, not, and live off of welfare, isn't that kind of welfare?
1: Yeah, I mean, it is, but we, the government owes it to us. They're supposed to take care of us and, and make sure we make good decisions, so it's not my fault.
2: Well, and maybe not even make sure that we make good decisions, right? It's just to protect us from any bad decisions that we might make.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, they can't tell me what to do. If I if I want to sit in my dorm room and smoke weed all day and impregnate 20 different women, uh well, then, you know, that's uh somebody else's fault, not mine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds
0: fair to me. Antonio Cromartie.
2: Well, I think it happens, you know, I mean, you have those people who forever are in college, you know, and seem to get woman after woman knocked up and then, well, that's not my fault. That's not my
3: problem. Yep. I don't know.
0: So what else is in the news that you guys have been seeing, Cleveland citizens?
1: The Cleveland Citizens. Yeah, I, I, I'll never understand why it's so offensive to have you. you name it I couldn't tell place. you. I, I just don't get it. I mean, why aren't Irish people upset with the uh, Notre Dame then? And Seminole. The set, well, yeah, the Seminoles. they apparently, Florida State pays the Indians to keep quiet about that one.
2: Well, I've heard also that they they love it because it honors their traditions. Um,
1: well, you would think that. I mean, I. It's not like they're, you know, dragging a person out there and scalping them. You know, and now it, for our halftime, half-time show. show. Yeah, you know, our oh, <laughs> halftime show, traditional Indian fight. You know. And, <laughs> There's bow and arrows flying everywhere, but I mean, it, I just, I don't get it. I mean, well, that, so are people are people from um, Iceland offended by the Vikings? I mean, were look, Vikings are looked at as savages. They were not very nice people. So well, should that, we get rid of their name, too?
0: The Indians well, were named after one of their players. Like, there was a Native American player that was really good, and, like, the team wasn't called the Indians at that point. So, like, they just named them the Indians.
2: I did not know that. And I am a little offended at the Vikings name that uh that Dan Bailey can wear a Vikings name. I think that's that yeah. just besmirches us all.
0: I mean I, you got the you got the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, what about all those kids that got touched? Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah won't somebody please think about the children
1: and the saints too the saints are catholic uh
2: well i i think that uh golden gophers is highly offensive
1: (laughs) yeah 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 there ain't nothing Uh, funny about pissing on gophers how about the blue marlins
0: (laughs) (laughs) who's marlin why they blow (laughs) it
2: I think Alabama needs to change their name. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh god, that, that was a great bit.
2: <laughs> well, I I just think that it's gonna make uh watching major league one and two very awkward when my kids are at that yeah. age and they'll go, But dad, I don't understand. Why didn't they just use a real team?
0: Well, son, they did. <laughs> and then they yeah, the Randy Quaid and he's his Indian logo and he's got the teeth punched out. Yeah. I mean, that chief Wahoo was pretty offensive. (laughs) I never got why they went after the Redskins first. And like the chief Wahoo was like the most cartoonish Indian logo ever. Yeah. His name's Wahoo. Well, if,
2: you know if they wanted to say, "All right, well we're gonna change the we're gonna change the mascot, right? I don't think anyone would have had a real connection about that. I th- think the idea of just changing the name due to pressure and to show your wokeness um, you're caving in for something that you don't really need to do.
0: They really should have went like p c with it. They should have said they should have called it the the native people from the land that was there before the white people settled it and murdered us all something what like about
2: that. what about the people before those native people were there that the white people killed
0: i don't know if there was anybody here before that oh yeah oh yeah
2: well, you can yeah, trace yeah. it back
1: yeah so, there was uh i've seen quite a few articles where they've talked about uh tools they found that dated back and they thought that they were white people tools
0: well, it sounds like most yeah. of the Native Americans that are in the North America came from Russia. So, I mean, I guess, i would guess—I would think that they stole the election. They're commies. They stole the election. Get Probably. it, Russia. Yeah,
3: I got.
2: Anyway, but well, I, I'm just—I'm just saying that you know that the whole idea that you know i I forget who who put a thing out there that they want they wanted um uh New York to give back Manhattan or three yeah wanted to give back Manhattan because they stole it from this from these um uh, one Native Americans and then somebody wrote an article and they said actually um they bought the they bought the land from these Native Americans, but the idea of ownership was a new occurrence for them they thought that they were um they were buying it until like that family or that generation died out and then it would revert back to them and and that was never the case and then that's what caused clashes between them so you know the i don't know how you can say that it got stolen from them they they gave them a price and said, this is, it's three cents an acre or whatever it was at the time or one cent an acre. And they said, all right, here's the money. Go away. This is ours now. They settled it. They started planting it. They started, um, you know, developing that that area. And then all of a sudden that Native American group came back and said, well, now we want it back because, you know, it's it's our it's our homeland, well, no, you sold it. I mean it would be the equivalent of me selling a house and then coming back ten years from that there and then going, but I love this house and it's mine,
1: yeah uh, I mean that, and that's another thing the the people that are always screaming about you know, oh, we stole the land from the, the you got end. out there. Hello, yeah, I can hear you, oh okay, you know the, the people that are screaming about us, stealing or you know white people stealing the land from are also the ones that want the government in control of everything I, I just don't understand stand that you know basically, the government took everything from the Indians, right, so why would you want them in control of everything
0: yeah i don't I don't understand it either they. They're just nuts. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so what just... about Oh, I'm sorry, you go. No, you can you can go. I was just uh I was just looking at some of the stuff on my
2: Well, what about Biden's uh deputy chief of staff calling for unity um while calling all Republicans uh, a bunch of fuckers?
0: He actually said the F word. Yep. Yeah,
2: caught audio on a hot mic. All those Republicans, all those fuckers, or no, I'm sorry, I don't want to misquote. A bunch of fuckers.
0: Well, I mean, the the whole thing, the unity. So yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and you know call you evil and call you stupid and call you all these names, but. Now when we've stolen the election and we're going to take power, it's time to unify behind our guy. Yeah, how about you go fuck yourself? (laughs) I I love this. I saw this Twitter thread today. It reads, the first part of the thread is, it's impossible to get away with rigging the election. If the election was rigged by way of rigging three to four key swing states, as Republicans claim, then this election would have produced a ton of data anomalies and irregularities. We would expect to see things like bellwether counties would suddenly stop being bellwether counties, despite decades of nearly 100% consistency. The rigged <laughs> cities would produce implausibly high urban turnouts, but demographically identical cities in neighboring battleground states would have normal urban turnout. There's there's like 30 of these, and there would have
2: things that have happened.
0: Yeah, you would have an implausibly high number of Biden-only ballots, no down-ballot selections, in parentheses. But the same phenomena would not, would not be seen in the Trump ballot. A forensic audit of voting machines used in these rigged cities would produce unexplainably high error rates, and the audit logs would be nowhere to be found. They would be wiped. You would expect to see weird things like Trump-winning key bellwether battleground states like Ohio and Florida, And win them easily, but would lose just enough battleground state to put him under 270. And it just keeps going and going and going. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought I'd bring that up since it was pretty apropos.
2: You know, so I was talking about this with somebody and they were like, you know, this is the whole moon landing thing again. You can't have this big conspiracy on the election and not have it fall apart right away with somebody talking about it and i said but we have had people talking about it. we have thousands of thousands of affidavits of people coming forward and saying that they saw um you know unexplainable things yeah but i mean that's just people talking yeah but they they uh um have signed under perjury like if if it can come out that they weren't where they were or they didn't see what they saw through video evidence or anything else they could go to jail for three years. This isn't just somebody telling stories and it, and the fact that it's not just one or two people it's thousands of people across different states and it all seems to be the same thing during the middle of the night all of a sudden these ballots come in they're they're you know um, they seem to all be for Biden the people were told to go home. Um, and, 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 and you're right, those 30 different anomalies that they saw and nobody's talking about it. And, and, and then they're like, well, if there were, then, then, you know, people say, well, if, if there were these, um, uh, things, you think these judges would be dismissing the cases because there's no evidence. They're not dismissing cases because of no evidence. They're dismissing them for procedural things like the Texas lawsuit was was simply because we've never heard a case like this before
0: yeah and well and not only that but it's like if you're going to compare it to the moon landing it would be like if they you know they faked the moon landing and somebody recorded them faking the moon landing and showed you the video of it and said and then they said oh well that's just you know the part where they landed on the moon so that was the only part that was fake I mean, it's ridiculous.
2: Nobody has come back with a definitive answer about why that uh, Georgia video exists. I mean, that's a smoking gun. That is them on tape doing it.
0: Well, yeah. Well, no, they've said that they just put those ballots down there to count them later. But yeah. nobody, there's like no video of them putting them there. It was like the, the woman who set up the table is the one who put them there. But why would you hide them? Why wouldn't you put them with the other ballots? And why would you decide you wanted to count the ones that were hidden while nobody was there? No. It doesn't make any sense.
2: Oh, and we never told anybody to go home. We just simply said, we're done counting and everybody else is leaving. But oh, I that... never specifically said, go
0: home. No, they did, though. That's, that's the thing. They, they lied about that because, well, what's hilarious is like NBC News said, oh, nobody ever told us to go home. But there's tweets of NBC News saying, oh, they told us to go home. Like there's literal tweets saying that they're done counting for the night. They told us to go home.
2: But I think that's where they're trying to shade it in the truth. They're telling, They're saying no one specifically ever said the words go home. They just said they were done counting for the night and we're closing up. Okay, well, that would be the equivalent of... You guys come over to my place to hang out and I say, "Well, I'm going to bed for the night and I'm going to lock my doors.
3: I you don't need to go home, but you don't
2: need to stay here."
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it just I think the moral of the story is is the next time there's an election, you basically you stay there until the last person leaves. Yeah. And if they want to if they if they want to kick you out then then they'll have to kick you out and then they'll have to they'll have to say that they kicked you out for no reason.
2: Mm-hmm. But it's but, not going to not going to make a difference, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. They they seriously needs I mean, you can't just it it just stinks too much to just kick people out for no reason and then not allow not allow them to see the process. Why would you not want them to see the process? It doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. The only reason why you would want them to not see the way you're, see you counting the votes is if you're cheating. That's the only reason.
2: Yep. Yep. you got something to hide. You're trying to hide it. So you know that, you know that whatever you're doing is wrong. If you're trying to hide it. It's, it's what we've all learned when we were little kids.
0: Oh man. I saw that. It's an interesting, uh, Interesting article today. Uh, Julian Assange warned Hillary Clinton's State Department that that somebody in the WikiLeaks organization had stolen some of the leaked cables that she had and was going to publish them. And they hadn't gotten a, uh, the WikiLeaks was going to redact the information before they published it, but they didn't get a chance. So that, so, so he had warned the United States that these were going to come out and uh that was kind of interesting i don't know i hope i hope that trump pardons him i hope they hope he pardons yeah right right here there's leaked audio of julian assange warning the clinton state department lawyer about cables stolen from wikileaks and the only reason why he did it was because he wanted he wanted to make sure that people knew that they were going to get made before um before they got you know like spies and stuff so they didn't get killed Wow. So, I mean, which is kind of interesting.
2: So why is he in hiding again?
0: Because the CIA wants him dead because he leaked all this information.
2: So, so there's evidence, obviously, of him trying to prevent that
0: from happening. Well, no, he, he, want, it's, he was going to release the information, but he was going to like take people's names out so people didn't get named because he didn't want them to get killed. but he didn't get a chance. Somebody in the organization had stolen it and was going to publish it. About... So yeah, the, yeah. Anyway. So it sounds like, it sounds like Trump might, might pardon Assange and Snowden, which would be awesome. Maybe, maybe that would cause Assange to finally say who killed that guy. Or that he leaked the information to him. That that Clinton staffer that got killed? DNC oh. staffer? Yeah, but that was murder. a mugging gone wrong. Yeah, mugging gone wrong. You know, the only thing that went wrong about it is they didn't steal anything from him. What do you so what do you what do you take
2: uh from you know people talking about Biden might uh uh pardon the the creator of silk road
0: that's that's a little more dicey i don't not biden you mean trump
2: uh, i'm sorry yeah trump would will do it i that's hope little, he doesn't
0: i mean i don't think i think he should pardon him from like the charges of of what he did on silk road but it sounds like he did more than just that like he like he tried to get people he tried to have people murdered and stuff yeah. So, I mean, that stuff you really can't, I mean, you can't pardon him for that, but you could pardon him for like the setting up the Silk Road and stuff like that. Well, I don't think you should
2: because Silk Road it traffics humans and child pornography
0: too. But he didn't, he didn't traffic that stuff though. He just set up, he just set up a website saying you can sell whatever you want and I don't, you know, I'm not going to police it. Yeah. So so basically what you're saying is you have to you have to put everybody who created the internet in jail because it's on the internet.
2: No, but I think that uh, you know he would have a responsibility to police it and and I mean don't get me wrong I don't like the fact that YouTube censors people but if YouTube uh was made aware of of uh, a video of how to build a type, pipe bomb or how to um flying uh, an airplane into a building. I think it's their responsibility to be like, well, that's dangerous and needs to be taken down. Right.
0: I mean, it yeah. depends on what it is. I would say if it's against the law, maybe, but. So, so then you
2: have this guy who created a, a way of, you know, criminals getting away with human trafficking and child pornography and said, I'm not going to police it. I, I'm just going to set it up for you.
0: I don't think that he did any, I don't think he did any of that human trafficking and child pornography. I think, I don't think he allowed that. I mean, the, yeah, main, thing, the
2: main thing that was
0: used for it was drugs.
2: I know the main thing that it was used for was drugs and everything else, but there was an Interpol um, uh, sting done because of so. <clears throat> what? He's just
0: clearing his throat.
2: Oh, I thought you were laughing for a second. I was oh, like, my "No, no, I, I, I thought Darren laughed." Uh, sorry.
0: Um, no, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it becomes a point where you can't really. I mean, is he responsible for everything that goes on on his website? I mean, because if that's the case, then obviously Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, they're all responsible for hanging shit because a lot of hanging shit goes on in all those platforms and it doesn't get caught right away. So at what point are you responsible? But it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. He, I don't know if people are going to do it. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that, you know, you set up a website because you don't believe that, that you should. The government should get away with two people having a transaction. Now, if there's a third person in this transaction that's not willing, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But like, if two people are having a transaction and the government and he, you don't believe that people should get in the way of it. I, I, I understand that. But yeah,
2: I, I yeah, I just, I, I am of the mind of you know there has to be. Some sort of protection
0: out there um, for people. Some minimum in, level. You're bringing in stuff that I hadn't heard that that had been an issue on the site. So, yeah, I yeah, think, no. I don't think that maybe maybe this is overblown and sensationalized by the media. I mean this this must is this is probably the minimum that they're they're probably using like one or two stories to justify you know shutting the site down. Uh, there, there was a
2: great. There's a great podcast series, um, called Case File, um, and and if you'd look at it, there's two really good um series of episodes that they've had. Um, one was on the Golden State Killer, which I I highly recommend. It it's hair raising, um, and then the the other one is uh they did a two part um series one on Silk Road and and what started it, and then um, a crime stop uh, um, that took like 28 countries to capture like 1,500 pedophiles uh, that were operating on Silk Road. And it was called like the Churchill Churchill, um, uh, Sting Operation, and and it was um, people using Silk Road to um, uh, send pornography uh to all these different people and they like cater they cataloged it and figured it all out and and got as many people as they could and then one day swooped up 1500 pedophiles like that
0: so you understand that like silk road is a website for selling stuff right it's not it's not the dark web the dark web is completely different
2: no, I, I get it, but that's what they were using, is they were using it to like sell pictures and to sell transactions with children. That's what they were using. They were like, I have a seven-year-old uh, child for sale for one night, um, and that's what – they were using Silk Road for that.
3: Hmm. Okay. So... <clears throat>
1: Well, I gotta get up early, so
2: get to work at two in the afternoon.
1: Yeah, two in the afternoon.
2: <laughs> so well, sounds good. The... Since I since I brought it down with with uh, uh child
1: trafficking. Yeah, thanks thanks for the uh, the downer there, Mark. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I'd seen documentaries on Silk Road, and they'd never really talked about that. So yeah. I, I don't necessarily think that that really was a major part of it. And I'm pretty sure that that was probably tried to be stopped on the site if if it was happening. So they might have used code words or something to do, you know, like cheese pizza, you know, like common Ping Pong. <laughs> like, like Wayfair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: like Wayfair and their, uh, um, what were they selling? Chests or something like that?
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: $1,500
1: plywood cabinets. Yeah. The yeah.
0: Cabinets are... well, they were more. They were like fifteen grand, not fifteen hundred. Yeah. Well, somebody's an expert on this. Well, I saw, I saw this on Twitter, and I was like, why? Why is everybody posting pictures of Wayfair cabinets? I'm like, this is dumb. So I hadn't paid any attention, and then I heard the story, and I'm like, well, that's interesting. I mean, I wouldn't think that Wayfair would be part of this, but. I I think it's probably a lot of, you know, third-party sellers. They probably do that same thing like Walmart and Amazon does, but...